The Masters Animal Health Segment, brought to you by NS Vets. Adding value through practical advice and service. No gimmicks, no potions, total vet care. Joining us from NS Vets in Riversdale, Andrew Cochran. G'day, mate. How are you? Good afternoon, Andy. Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Weather like this, you can't complain. Beautiful day. Yeah, much better than last week. Yeah, it was, um, wasn't ideal timing, was it? We know in the high country, especially where they've been lambing, it was just another curveball, I suppose, in the season. Yeah, we're lucky that most guys were sort of caught, you know, at a, at a reasonably good time. I mean, most of the ewes had finished and maybe some hoggets were still lambing, but yeah, for those guys in the higher country and, and with delayed lambings, um, they were hit right in the middle, so not great. Um, talking about down cows, uh, you reckon there's a wee bit more of it happening at the moment on the second rounds on farm? Yeah, as people are on the second round, we have started to see or hear about a few more down cows, and we did hear about quite a few last week with the snow. So it's really just a reminder um, to everybody around the importance of, of continuing that dusting, um, particularly if you are finding you've got some down cows. Um, with the you know the weather we're getting again this week, we're going to see growth rates um, rebound right back up to where they were, hopefully, and with that we can see um, yeah, an increased likelihood that we'll have some metabolic issues. And the weather's looking good for the next couple of days, so there's no reason for a bit of a flush to come on either, is there? No, yep, we're, going, we're probably going to see that, that growth rate go right all the way back up to where they were. Um, heifer sinking as well, it was that time of year, it comes around out of nowhere, and um, yeah, just relevant I suppose too, isn't it? Yep, we feel like we're still pulling the odd calf out, and here we are talking about putting them back in, so mating for heifers um, for some of the guys, for the early ones, will be starting very soon. We've been starting synchrony programmes already, so as early as next week, we've got um, AI happening in some of those HIPAA programs. So just a reminder, again, to make sure everyone's got all of that stuff sorted and that they've also got um, bulls sorted as well because, you know, any cow that doesn't take to that AI program is going to require some bull power. And obviously, with the synchrony programs, you need increased power at the time that they all return. So making sure bulls are sourced um, and that they are BBD tested and BBD vaccinated. I can't stress that enough. Um, making sure that you're 100% happy they have been tested and even asking to see the certificate is well worthwhile and that goes for um, all bulls. So the guys for, for beef breeding, which will be not far away as well, making sure that any new bulls on the farm are tested and that any existing bulls have been had their BBD vaccination booster. It's just a season for selling bulls at the moment. It's highly relevant regarding BVD. Are heifers just in general, though? Everybody seems pretty content with the way the stock are looking at the moment. Uh, mostly, yep. There's a wee bit of a mixed bag out there. There's, I've talked to a few farmers this week who are not entirely happy with um, the weight of their heifers coming into mating. So, again, hopefully people have got a reasonable idea of where their heifers are at and, ma and making sure that they're really on a rising plane of nutrition for the next couple of months. Um, tailing. It's that time, like I was in the pub the other night and all of a sudden a tailing crew appeared out of nowhere in there and um, just relevant as well when you're in the tailing pen, you're looking at B12, you're looking at different things you need to look at. It's a good time to take stock if you haven't already tailed. It is, yep. There's a lot of tailing happening around the district at the moment. So I just thought I'd touch on a couple of things. B12 is something that uh, a lot of people like to give at tailing and unfortunately it's not particularly useful at that time. Um, it's really used to get help get energy out of the grass and the lambs aren't eating a, a huge amount of grass at this stage. So there's questionable benefit in giving B12 at tailing. There's probably more benefit in holding off until a pre-weaning drench, for example. Um, but a lot of people do tend to give it at tailing because it's convenient.
inconvenient unless someone's standing there at the shoot. However, if you are um, using a long-acting B12, such as SmartShot, um, that can be an appropriate time to give it because it's going to hang around and be there for a while. The other question we get is around drenches. Um, it's a fairly firm no in most instances. Do not, you do not need to drench your ewes um, or your lambs at tailing time. So the ewes' immunity is bouncing back. Um, hopefully the feed's getting away in front of them and she shouldn't need a drench. And, and like we talked about with the lambs, they're not eating a huge amount of pasture, and the pasture they are eating is just uh, nipping off the tops. So it's not doesn't tend to be where the worms are, um, so they don't need a drench at all. But so, it's much better guessing on maybe a five-in-one if you want to do something for your lambs, giving them the five-in-one at tailing. So B12, no point using it unless you're losing the smart shot. You might as well hold off until November drenching, perhaps? Exactly, yep. If you're going to do it and you want to do it, that would be a more appropriate time. Or alternatively, get some testing done. We can take bloods or do liver samples and find out whether, in fact, you actually need it. I think B12 is one of those minerals that is probably the most over-supplemented. Um, selenium, I think we can never overdo that. We, we, we're always short of selenium in Southland. But B12, there'd be plenty of properties that don't need to give it at all. And we get, so quite a few people do the 5 and one at tailing on the lambs? More and more are. So usually the protection we get from mum is still, is still there, yeah. um, but it starts to run out between now and weaning. It's just a nice, convenient time to get that first shot in, and then we can give them a second shot, either at the pre-weaning drench or at weaning time if we want to hold off, and then we know lambs are protected for that, um, for that growth season you know, through, through summer. So, again, it depends a little bit on the, on the particular farm when you're noticing death. But there's nothing worse than finding a, a good fat lamb that was going to be sent on a truck at weaning time. Yeah. Dead two weeks before the truck arrives. So by giving them getting that program started, we can hopefully reduce some of those deaths. When people experienced Brandenburg, you couldn't get the ewes in for a five and one. It seemed to be quite or popular for want of a better word, not that there's a single one off the top of my head, but to do the five and one because you weren't able to get that protection into the ewes because of the disease. But um, tailing time is just a good chance to take stock and just consult with you guys at NS Vets as to what you actually need to do. Exactly, yep. There's, I mean, there's more costs probably associated with giving something you don't need to give um, in, in a lot of cases. So I think it's, it's worth having a talk with your vet and making sure that the products you're looking to give at tailing are worthwhile. Um, the only other thing I was going to talk about, Andy, was just non-cycling cows. So yep. we've got our first lot of cedars going into non-cycling cows next week. So just a reminder again, hopefully farmers are in the process of identifying their non-cyclers. Um, and a reminder again that you know your early, your early treatment has the best return on investment. When you're looking at whether or not you treat them um, you know, at, the start, at the very start of mating versus seven days after the start of mating, the return on investment is double by going early. And by the time you get to the end of the first round um, of AI, there's, a, there's little in terms of a return on investment. So um, you're much better going very early, and particularly share milkers, once you get to uh, a week into mating, there's not much of a return on, on the cost. So you're much better going early then as well. Andrew, if somebody wants to get in touch with the team at NSFET, it's the best way to do it? Yep, just give us a call at the clinic. Uh, many of our vets are fairly busy at the moment, but... Um, there's usually someone around to answer any questions and the girls are pretty good at taking messages and, and we'll get back to you when we're in the, in the clinic. Andrew Cochran, NS Vets in Riversdale. Appreciate your time on the muster as always. Have a great weekend. No problem. Thanks, Andy. Andrew Cochran there out of NS Vets says they're on the show every couple of weeks between Andrew and Morgie. Uh, we seem to go through the animal health things that are relevant at the time and, um, yeah, just coming up to mating already in the dairy scene. It's crazy how the year rolls around.
Um, as this week has rolled around really quickly too, a lot going on. Change of tactics. We're going down to Awaroa, catching up with Steve Henderson. Yeah.